Hey humans, it's Rory here. Welcome to episode 26 of the Human Strength and Nutrition Podcast. I'm here with Quartz today. Hello everybody. So today humans, we're going to be talking about a few things, but really we wanted to talk to our humans on the High Performing Human Program and um, just sort of uh, speak about where we're at in our training cycle. We're coming into a deload week, so we're going to talk about why it is we do deload weeks and um, just sort of like what our general training structure looks like this cycle and and the reasons behind this training structure. So, um, as I said, we are coming into week four of our four-week training cycle. Now, generally, most of our training cycles are four weeks, typically three weeks uh, normal training cycle where we try to progress in some fashion uh, each week and then the fourth week tends to be a deload. And more commonly than not, um, this will be part of a, a larger training cycle, usually eight weeks. And um, each four-week cycle does follow that very similar structure where three weeks are progression-based and then the fourth week is a deload. And more commonly than not, uh, the eight-week training cycle will be the first four weeks as a hypertrophy or muscle-building cycle. And then the next four weeks will be a strength-based cycle. And this generally is the most effective way um, to structure your cycles if you want to progress from both a, a muscle and strength standpoint because we want to uh, build the muscle mass in the first part of the training cycle, build the, the raw tissue which allows us to produce strength and power and then the second part of the training cycle is the strength cycle where we lift heavier weights, we, we lift at a higher intensity and this really allows us to improve the um, effectiveness or the amount of muscle that we can um, recruit there and produce the maximum amount of force. So um, very simply, I've, I've heard this summarized before in that we build muscle, make muscle strong, build muscle, make muscle strong. And we just keep following that process. And that's generally the most effective way, as I said, to structure your training cycles. If you want to progress from a muscle and strength standpoint, we need to build the tissue, uh, make that tissue strong, um, drive the central nervous system adaptations required to uh, improve the amount of strength um, that we can, uh, th- that we have, the amount of force that we can create. So, Hopefully that makes sense as part of the larger cycle. Why we why we tend to uh, move from yeah more of a hypertrophy into a strength cycle and and repeat that process over and over. Now we just tend to structure this in an eight week fashion, where as I said, you go four weeks hypertrophy, four weeks strength. You can. Uh, Prolong those periods if you wish. So you can go even four, eight or, or 12 weeks hypertrophy and then you could do a four or eight or even 12 week um, strength block again. But uh, just for a number of reasons, I tend to find that going from the four week hypertrophy and then the four week strength and then repeating that over and over again uh, tends to be the most effective approach. Um, so with that said, why do we include the deload week on the fourth week of uh, the training cycle? Reason is really what we're trying to achieve in our um, hypertrophy and strength cycle is some form of progression. Now, in the hypertrophy cycle, we're generally looking to progress the amount of volume. And
And typically we do that by increasing the amount of repetitions. So first week might be four sets of eight reps or five sets of eight reps. And then let's just say it was uh, five sets of eight reps. Week two would be five sets of nine reps. Week three would be five sets of 10 reps. And then what we typically find is after three weeks of increasing the amount of repetitions, it's very difficult to progress a fourth week. It would be really difficult to go five um, sets of 11 repetitions, which means that we could no longer progress, which means that it's time to take a deload because we can no longer uh, provide the stimulus that we're looking to achieve. So we need to take a deload to allow the body to fully recover and fully adapt and what we call supercompensation. So supercompensation is where after a period of uh, accumulating stress or fatigue in the body, you take a rest, the body uh, has a, a dip where temporarily your strength levels are decrease, but then it rebounds really strongly and it comes back to a point where your strength levels are higher than what they were before you accumulated that fatigue. You've provided a stress to the body and then you've adapted from that stress and you've grown, you've gotten stronger. And a, uh, a simple sort of analogy which I've, I've heard to describe this process is stress plus rest equals growth. So when we train, we're stressing the body, it's a positive stress, we're stimulating, uh, we're, we're providing a stimulus to the body, then we rest now, we rest obviously between um, training sessions from week to week, but then once we accumulate enough fatigue, we need to take a whole week off, take an even longer period of rest, and that allows the body to fully recover, adapt, and grow, get stronger, build that muscle mass, or uh, drive those central nervous system adaptations, which we're looking to um, create. So... Hopefully, that makes sense why we do the deload. Now, what does a deload typically look like? Deloads are periods of lower volume and lower intensity. So, to define volume, volume is the amount of weight that you lift in a training session. So, what you do is you multiply all the repetitions that you've done by all the weight that you lifted. So, let's just say simply you did five sets of 10 repetitions at 100 kilograms. Five sets of 10 is 50 repetitions. You uh, lifted 100 kilograms for each one of those working sets. So you multiply the 50 repetitions by the 100 kilograms and that gives you 5,000 total kilograms. So that's the amount of volume you lifted in that week. And then when you go on to week two of the training cycle, let's say you go five sets of 11 repetitions at 100 kilograms, you've increased the volume. You've now done 55 repetitions at 100, um, 100 kilograms. So that gives you 5,500, uh, I believe I've done the math right there, yes, uh, 5,500 kilograms in that next week. So you've increased the amount of volume um, compared to what you did in the first week. And so that's going to drive uh, muscle mass or, or encourage hypertrophy. Now, to break that down a little bit um, further, as a general guide, hypertrophy uh, is created through increased volume. So we've just described what volume is. Volume is the total amount of kilograms that you lift in the week. Hypertrophy tends to be um, created when we increase the amount of volume over time. So we're lifting the total amount of kilograms week by week. And this can be achieved a number of ways. Like I said, you can increase the amount of repetitions that you do session by session. You can also increase the weight that you lift because that would create, uh, that, that would um, result in more total kilograms lifted throughout the session. 
And as a more advanced way of progression, um, you can also increase the total amount of sets that you do in the session too. That would also result in more total volume being lifted. So as I said, going back to the point of a hypertrophy cycle, we're trying to uh, accumulate more volume over that training cycle. And then we reach a point where we can no longer accumulate more volume. We can no longer do more repetitions. We've gone five by eight, five by nine, five by 10. There's just no way we can go five by 11 next week. So we can't create the progression. Uh, we can't progress as desired. So we need to take a deload, uh, fully recover, adapt, and then come back next training cycle and either, um, go into another hypertrophy training cycle where we aim to accumulate more volume or at that point we can switch it up and we can move into a strength training cycle. Now what we're trying to achieve in a strength training cycle is accumulating, uh, sorry not accumulating, lifting heavier weights. So if you're looking to drive strength, you need to lift heavier weight over time to draw, uh, to create that stimulus or, or um, create that stress which results in that adaptation, which is uh, building more strength. So let's say uh, just very simply, a, a common program is five by five. So let's say week one, you did five by five at 100 kilograms. Week two, you do five by five at 102.5 kilograms. And week three, you do five by five at 105 kilograms. You've progressed three weeks in a row. Week four, there's just no way that you can lift 107.5 with the form and the execution that you want. So you need to take a deload at that point. And again, stress plus rest equals growth. The deload is the rest period, which allows you to fully recover, fully adapt or super compensate. Um, the term I used earlier, and then you can come back next training cycle and lift heavier weights. Then you might be able to go five by five at 107.5 kilograms. So you've increased the amount of weight, which is, which is the intensity. And again, you've progressed, which is really the ultimate goal. So hopefully that whole concept around deloads, deloads, uh, makes sense. The reason we deload is because we've accumulated a lot of stress or a lot of fatigue in the body. We can no longer progress as desired, whether it's from a volume or a intensity, intensity being uh, weight lifted standpoint. So we need to take a break, fully recover, adapt and come back and either, and either go back to a um, point of, uh, driving that extra volume that we want or lifting heavier weights. Cool. How does that all sound to you, Cors? Does, does that make sense to you? <laughs> yes, I know um, very well why we use deload weeks, but also that's a record. Like normally it's 18 minutes till I get to talk and it's only 10 minutes. So well done. Good job. <laughs> mm. um, can I add some stuff now? Go for it. Okay, cool. So um, obviously on the nutrition side of things, still important to remember um, that just because we are taking a deload week and technically doing less volume and intensity, it doesn't necessarily mean we need to eat less because a lot of people ask me that, oh, if I'm not doing as much training, do I have to take my calories down, especially if your goal is fat loss? Um, my recommendation for um, deload weeks is not to eat less. The reason being so is to eat the same amount. To eat the same amount, yes. So um, 
the reason being you mentioned stress plus rest equals growth. How we um, rest is obviously by fueling our recovery by sleeping and that also means getting sufficient energy from our food as well. So we want to make sure that we're getting enough fuel to help us recover, which is really important. So if your goal is fat loss and you are on a deload week, you're still going to be training just at like a lighter load or a lighter volume. So uh, you still can eat the same food because if you're the same amount of calories, um, if you're um, well, your body's accumulated the fatigue. It needs the resources needs, yeah. to recover. Exactly. So you don't want to eat less because you've accumulated all that stress or that fatigue. You need to eat the same to Exactly. And we know that under eating or not fueling enough is also stress. So if we are still under more stress, then our body's not resting because it doesn't have enough fuel or energy to do that. So we need to eat the same amount of food. And you won't lose... You won't put on weight in a deload week. You're still doing your daily activity movement. You're still moving, training. Like the goal of a deload is to maintain. It's not to increase or build or anything like that. And your body's using those resources to, uh, you know, rebuild the muscle mass or whatever whatever it needs to do. All that kind of stuff. That's exactly it. So um, to answer that very common question I get all the time, oh, it's deload week. Should I be eating less? Absolutely not. Your body needs it because that's going to help you recover so you can go on to the following cycle and the next week to perform better, increase your volume, increase reps, weight, whatever it might be, um, and use that fuel from your deload to continue to build. Otherwise, we just go into a state of underfueling, not enough energy, and then we don't see progress over the next few weeks. So that was my point on nutrition um, and a deload week. Do you have anything to add on that or can I keep going? Uh, yeah, well, I suppose one thing I missed earlier, which maybe I should touch on before we continue is, uh, I mean, I, most humans on the high performing human, are, high performing human program are aware what a deload typically looks like. Deload tends to be a period of reduced volume and reduced weight. So let's just say going back to before we would, the third week was five by 10 at hundred kilograms. We reduce the volume. So we take the sets from five to four. And we also reduce the weight. We take the weight from 100 kilograms to 80%. 100%. Uh, sorry, 80 kilograms. As a general guide in the, um, in the deload, we tend to reduce weight or intensity to 80% and we tend to reduce volume to approximately 80% as well. It can be anywhere between 50 to 80% depending on how you're feeling. But as a general guide, 80% of the weight you lifted and 80% of the total volume or um, as a very simple way to do that, 80% of the total amount of sets that you did. Uh, so with that said, now that people, uh, you know, have a reminder what a deload week actually looks like, keep going. This was more um, aimed at the females and the menstrual cycle part of deload weeks because it is also a common question I um get a lot should I take a deload week when I'm in the last week of my cycle or when I am actually bleeding um, it's not necessary our human our high performing um, human program is a group program because we like everyone to be training together we know it's important to see each other um, doing the same things logging our scores having a bit of banter on the group chat so I wouldn't say that we need to stop training or change our program specifically for where you're at in your cycle Um, whereas you should just be talking to me as your coach who can then help you kind of plan your training and what intensities and volume look like depending on where you are in your cycle. So it does become very individual, which is why you don't need um, your own program to change because throughout the cycle, you're going to change from month to month as well. Things will change. So 
my recommendation is just to learn and track your cycle so you understand where you are, you understand the symptoms and what happens to your body, whether you're tired, you're slower to recover, it's harder to build muscle, which it is in different parts of your cycle, then that way you can kind of just change the training a little bit. Um, maybe your deload week comes a week early and then you continue to build the week after or maybe you just do four sets instead of five sets um, but you can still push the same intensity or um, load or whatever it might be for you. So um, I would talk to your coach, talk to me if you have any questions about training and your cycle but I think most of the humans, the females on the program have a pretty solid understanding of their cycle, which is our goal. I try to teach you that um, so that you can kind of change up your training according to how you're feeling and recovering um, as well. So no, keep the food up in your deload week and support your cycle through your training and nutrition. For sure. And is, is that all you wanted to say on the female front? Yep. Cool. That, I know the boys don't want to listen to too much of that stuff. Well, yeah, that, that brings... Uh, that opens up another really interesting question, which you know is asked from time to time: is if, for whatever reason, people have had a disrupted training cycle, whether they've been away on holidays or they just couldn't train, whatever the case may or be, or sleep, or sickness. and they come back in and um, it's deload week, but they haven't trained for a while, they say, "Oh, should I still take the deload?" Uh, my general recommendation is that yes, it should be a relatively easier training week, even if you haven't trained for a while, because remember that following this deload will be three weeks of building or progressing again. So if you go too hard during this deload week, then that means it's going to be really difficult for you to progress the next three weeks of the training cycle because you've already accumulated quite a bit of fatigue in that first week. And as I said, I generally find that progressing for more than three weeks in a row tends to be quite challenging for most people. So with that said, if you are if you have, you know, had a bit of time off training or your training cycle has been disrupted and then it's the deload week, I would recommend you take it slightly easier. But in saying that, if you haven't done too much training recently, then you could uh, maybe instead of taking the load at 80% of what it um, should have been previously, you could take it at 90%. I would still recommend people do less volume. So if the sets have been dropped back from five sets to four sets during the deload week, I would still recommend sticking to the four sets. So reducing the volume but if you fancy a little bit more intensity so as I said rather than doing 80% of the load that you did previously doing 90% that that should be okay there and that way you still feel like you know you're giving your body a bit of a stimulus and doing a relatively challenging training session um, without creating excessive fatigue in that first week. Cool. Well, I think that's uh, all I wanted to talk about on the deload front, but we're not done yet. You just wanted to, is there anything you wanted to say on the eight-week training course side of things? Obviously, you're starting that tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah, we have an eight-week nutrition eight and training nutrition program. Course, I should say, yeah. Um, yeah, it's pr- pretty exciting. It's the, I think, the third or fourth eight-week course um, Human has run, and it's only getting better. This one is amazing. Um, obviously, just for females at the moment, if we get enough interest for males, um, of course, we'd happily run one for um, the men, the human for men as well, <laughs> the men of human. Um, but yeah, I'm just really, really excited about this eight-week program. We've included a training option as well for the people to jump on the High Performing Human program because, as we know, it's so important to pair 
good quality um, nutrition and sustainable effective training together to get the best results for performance and long-term health as well. Um, but this one, we're diving a little bit deeper into the hormone and metabolism and health side of it for the females as well. So it starts on October 4. Um, if you are thinking about getting back into some nutrition coaching, um, obviously we do one-on-one nutrition coaching at Human. Our next eight-week course will be at the beginning of next year, um, which isn't that far away, actually. Um, but we have eight weeks, different modules you learn about how to fuel your nutrition your health your um hormones how to sorry fuel your training not your nutrition what's best for you according to your goals how to track macros and calories as a tool just to learn more not it's not a forever thing um and there's lots of extra little info in there recipe packs ebooks facebook lives with different people we're interviewing so full of information there if that's something you're interested in you can always reach out and I can put you on the wait list for the next one but um, we have up to 30 females joining us on this eight-week course and I am super excited starting tomorrow. And I think the best part about the eight-week course is that you know every time you run the course people do get such great results really good um, body composition improvements if that if that's what they're looking to achieve but it's not just the type of eight-week challenge where people do the course. I know, but oh, that's that's why I... We don't you, use that word, human. <laughs> that's exactly why I used it. It's not yeah. an eight-week challenge where you restrict yourself severely for eight weeks and yes, you lose some weight, but you're not building any sustainable habits. So, you rebound back to where you were at some point short after the challenge finishes. It's a eight-week course where Quartz is teaching you all about good nutrition habits and principles so that, yes, you'll get re- great results during the eight-week course, but once the course is done, you will be able to sustain those habits and, and they will have become a part of your life. So, you'll just be able to um, maintain. maintain good nutrition moving forward. That's that's mm-hmm. the best part of it. Sustainable nutrition, it's got to become part of your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Well, nothing else I think we need to say on that, humans. As I said, this week is a deload on the training cycle. And then um, this cycle has been a hypertrophy training cycle. So next cycle, we're going to be moving into a strength training cycle, which Ooh, is always strong. always really good fun. So um, as always, humans, if you have any questions, please hit Quartz and I up. Either if you're on the High Performing Human program, send us a message in Train Heroic or email Quartz and I, Rory at Human Strength and Nutrition or Courtney at Human Strength and Nutrition. Um if you're not on the human program and you're curious, you'd like to ask a question anyway, email us at the emails I just mentioned or info at humanstrengthandnutrition.com or hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, Coach Courtney Brown on Instagram or human.strength.nutrition. That's it. Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Nope. We'll see you next week. Awesome. Thanks so much for tuning in, humans, and we will see you on Train Heroic. Hey legends, if you'd like a program to help you build strength, fitness and athleticism, the Human Strength and Performance Program is for you. The perfect balance of strength, conditioning, mobility and athleticism to help you achieve high level physical performance. Head to humanstrength.com.au to find out more.